Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is episode one of the Caliphate podcast, which will cover the topic of Imam Ghazali's views on the importance of the Caliphate. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Imam Ghazali had strong views on the obligation of the Caliphate. He wrote about the topic in a number of his works and even penned a defense of the Abbasid Caliph Al Mustajir Billah. Significantly, Imam Ghazali considers the subject so important that he includes it in his writings on Aqidah, that is, creed or beliefs. The Jerusalem Epistle on the Principles of the Creed, Ar Risala al Qudsiyah fi Qawaid al Aqaid. This essay on beliefs is included by Imam Ghazali in his magnum opus, Ihya Ulum al Din, The Revival of the Religious Sciences, as chapter 3 of book 2. Introducing the essay, he states that the people of truth realized that expressing the devotional testimony, there is no God but Allah and Muhammad is the messenger of Allah, la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, is pointless and without benefit unless one completely comprehends the pillars and principles related to this testimony. They recognized that the two testimonies, despite their brevity, contain an affirmation of Allah's attributes, essence and acts, and an affirmation of the veracity of the Messenger Thus they came to know that faith is centered on these four pillars, each of which is centered on ten foundations. In relation to the fourth pillar, he states that its foundations include quote, the rulings pertaining to the Imam, the virtues of the companions in their hierarchical order, the conditions of the Imama, and to affirm that even if a potential Imam does not possess piety and knowledge, his rule is valid if he fulfills the other conditions. End quote. Concluding the Jerusalem epistle, Imam Ghazali states, These then are the four pillars containing 40 fundamentals which together constitute the principles of the creed. He who believes in them is in accordance with the people of the Sunnah and distinct from the heretics. Thus, according to Imam Ghazali, Knowledge of the Caliphate is a foundational principle of the creed for Sunnis. Al-Iqtisad fil I'tiqad Imam Ghazali includes a whole chapter on the Imamat in his book on creed or beliefs, which is entitled Al-Iqtisad fil I'tiqad. In this chapter, he states categorically that, quote, it cannot be denied that appointing an Imam is obligatory, end quote. Imam Ghazali presents what he states is definite legal proof, al-Burhan al-Qat'i al-Shari'i, that the Caliphate is obligatory. His argument is that the Prophet's purpose was the formal establishment of the deen of Islam, and that to secure this end, both life and livelihood must be protected. The appointment of an Imam is therefore obligatory. He also states that, quote, deen and sultan authority are twins and that, quote, the deen is a foundation and authority, sultan is a god, that which has no foundation collapses, and that which has no god is lost. He concludes that, quote, the obligation of appointing an imam is among the essential requirements, the ruriyat of the law, a requirement that by no means can be ignored, so take heed of that. The Caliph al-Mustajir Billah in Book 14 of the Ihya, Imam Ghazali states, quote, In my opinion, the Caliphate may be considered legitimate for those of the descendants of Al-Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him, 
who perform its responsibilities. The authority, wilaya, of those who rule over the regions of the empire and who follow the caliph has legal force. I have explained in my book entitled Al-Mustajari, in refutation of the different sects among the Shia known as Al-Bataniya, how this matter is related to the public welfare. He argues that a regional ruler who is lord to the caliph and rules in his name, quote, will be deemed a legitimate ruler whose judgment and government will have the force of law throughout the land. I have discussed this matter in detail in a treatise entitled Ahkam al-Imama, The Requirements of Leadership, which is included in my book Al-Iqtisad fil-A'tiqad. Imam Ghazali argues in the aforementioned book against those who view the caliphate to be invalid due to questions about whether all the conditions are fulfilled by the holder of the office. His contention is that a stipulation such as the ability of ijtihad, independent legal reasoning, is not absolutely necessary, as the caliph can consult the competent ulama, scholars, regarding matters for which he needs advice. Necessity dictates that, in the current situation, the caliph is accepted as legitimate. He elaborates, quote, I wish I knew how someone who does not accept this principle could judge that the imamate in our time is invalid insofar as its conditions are not fulfilled, while he is unable to replace the imam with someone who seeks it, for even he cannot find someone who fulfills its conditions. Which of his states is better? To say that the judges are dismissed, appointments are annulled, marriages are annulled, all the decrees of the governors everywhere in the world are unenforceable, and all of mankind are on the verge of engaging on what is haram, unlawful, or to say that, based on the current state and necessity, the imamat is valid and the decrees and appointments are enforceable. End quote. Kitab al-Mustajari In his autobiography, Imam Ghazali refers to an instruction from the caliph to refute the claims of the rival Fatimid leader and the esoteric sect which followed him. Quote, the heresy of the esotericists had flourished, and they had become famous for their claim to acquire knowledge of the meaning of things from the infallible Imam, the Master of Truth. It occurred to me that I should study their treatises in order to become familiar with the contents of their books. Then I happened to receive a peremptory command from the Caliph, demanding the composition of a book that would disclose the reality of their doctrine, so I could not possibly refuse to obey. The book is entitled Fadaih al-Batuniyya wa Fadail al-Mustajiriyya The Infamies of the Esotericists and the Virtues of the Mustajirites or Kitab al-Mustajari Imam Ghazali refutes the heretical doctrines of the Esotericists in the first eight chapters of the book. Of particular interest here is chapter 7 in which he discusses the correct method of appointing the Imam. He asserts, as all Sunni scholars do, that the method of divine designation, Nas, upheld by the Batini sects is false. The correct procedure is ikhtiyar, election, and the appointment of an imam through bay'ah at the Pledge of Allegiance. This, he says, is proven by mass transmission, tawatur. He states clearly, we would say, yes, there is no source for the imamat except designation or election. Since designation is invalid, election holds true. Chapter 9 of the book has been the focus of much discussion in relation to Imam Ghazali's views on government. In it, he includes a response to those who say that the Caliph is not qualified to rule, very similar to the passage quoted above from Al-Iqtisad fil-A'tiqad.
He then asserts the following. We claim that the Imam Mustajir Billah is the true Imam, who must be obeyed. Our detailed and convincing argument, there must be an Imam in every age, but only he is qualified for the office, therefore he is the rightful Imam. The first premise, that a Caliph must exist at all times, is not denied by anyone according to Imam Ghazali, even the esotericists agree with this. He makes mention that the only one who denied this is Abdul Rahman ibn Kaysan al-Asam, the Mu'tazilite. He stresses that this premise is proven by ijma' consensus, by the fact that a single leader is needed to prevent disunity and disorder, and that the companions radiallahu anhum considered it so important that they delayed burying the Prophet because they were busy appointing a caliph. And so he concludes that the requirement of appointing a caliph is qat'i, decisive, definite. Let it be noted of the first generation as to how the companions عنهم, hastened after the death of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, to appoint the Imam and contract the Pledge of Allegiance, and how they believed that it was a conclusive obligation Fard, a right and mandated, wajib, with immediacy and urgency, as well as how they left the preparation of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, for burial through being busy with it, that is, appointing the Imam. They knew that even if a moment was passed over without an Imam for them, then perhaps a blameworthy incident would afflict them, and they would be immersed in a great incident in which opinions were disparate and differed, followed by submission to an amalgamation of disparate opinions. We do not violate the system and invalidate the security, with an imminent collapse through the loosening of the ties of the rulings, ahkam. So for this purpose, they took the initiative and did not remain still in a situation without one imam. Thus, it is conclusive, qatir, that appointing the imam is a necessary matter for the preservation of Islam. This ends episode one of the Caliphate podcast. A written version is available on caliphate1.com.